to episode 334 of the Park Run Adventures podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And my name is Ollie Spake and I'm joining again after a week off from Dorawal country. Welcome back, Ollie. Thank you, Mel. I hope you enjoyed your break. Yeah, look, <laughs> it didn't feel like a, a huge break, but it was a break from the pod. It was almost a break from Park Run, and it was very nice. But uh, a huge thank you, of course, to yourself and to Simon Mackley for keeping everything going in Park Run Adventures land. You're very welcome. But uh, do you have much excitement to report back to us? <laughs> Lots of excitement, a swather of excitement. The I think uh, <laughs> the starting point of it all. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a there was a run in there. There was a, a half marathon with lots of people at Runshell Harbour, which was great fun, and a lot of soreness that came afterwards. But thank you to those kind people that had taken me on a good training run in Perth a few weeks prior. But yeah, probably more to the point was Zali's birthday, Mum's birthday, the wedding anniversary, Mother's Day, and of course Eurovision. So. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten how many cakes we've eaten for Zali's birthday. There have been too many. Uh, we only had one broken arm at the birthday party. It wasn't what? one of my children, but you kind of feel guilty when one of the other kids goes home injured. Oh, and no. uh, what else can I say? Zali's room resembles Hogwarts now. So um, <laughs> it was a bit of work, but uh, mission accomplished. Brilliant. Well done. And congratulations on your result. I, I was sent the results of... <laughs> Oh, by a mutual friend, and uh, it looks like you had a good hit out at your half marathon. Yeah, I was obviously ecstatic to have, um, yeah, to to have run it at a, a pace that I wasn't expecting to be able to. As I say, I definitely felt the pain afterwards for days to come, but it was worth it. It was such a high to be out there afterwards um, cheering people across the line and catching up with other people that had absolutely flown as well. Um, yeah, a real buzz. Was there any dressed up um, in participants? Uh, no, no six or seven kilo stars this time. No, uh, our uh, our star man Ralph was uh, running Sans um, yeah, galactical object and uh, a bit more serious and backing up a few weeks after Boston was was rather impressive in there. Um, and yeah, a huge shout out to the volunteers as well. Um, yeah, who, uh, Karen was out there with a quality helper we had a few adventurers volunteering didn't we that's right yeah yeah and mum was out there too so um a lot of fun and um i am sorry that i missed you while you're in my neck of the woods in durrell country here mel and um yeah shame we couldn't rope you into that one but uh, i'm glad as i heard on last week's pod i'm glad you had a nice time absolutely i did and and look yeah i i did go to park run as well uh, despite the best efforts of all of my other um arrangements to to keep me away but uh it was two local park runs as in two park runs at shell harbour uh, and yeah i got to uh, i got to help out uh, park run day before the one just gone and the one just gone, I got to have a bit of a jog. Uh, I was expecting to shadow Ava while she was barcode scanning, but she was supervised um, by another very helpful friend. Uh, thank you, Beck. Uh, and yeah, by the time I had finished, Ava was absolutely owning barcode scanning once again as part of our Shell Harbour 400th event, Kids Take Over. So, um, that's also very much uh, an exciting time and I don't think we've done it, strictly speaking, every 50 or 100 like we 
used to as our tradition, but it was a great opportunity to fill most of the roles in the roster with our juniors. Excellent. I saw a pretty good cake too, I do believe, provided by said Bailey Shot. That's right. But Mel, mm. what about your parkrun day? Oh, well, thank you for asking, Ollie. As hoped last week, I travelled locally to Talangata Station Parkrun on the lands of the Dudu Rower people. Talangata is in northeast Victoria, as I mentioned the other week, and the four-hour travel time meant an overnight stay in nearby Wodonga. Zoe joined me again for the trip, and I spent Friday evening introducing her to Eurovision Semi-Final 1 on replay. It was event three at Talangata Station with 65 in attendance, supported by 10 volunteers. The course was a stunning out-and-back trail, having only slight elevation of 23 metres with a general downhill to the turnaround. There were some very picturesque views of the Mitter Arm of Lake Hume, horses in the paddocks and mountains rising above the clouds. Plus, although the new event is yet to receive their selfie frame, there is a very convenient station sign to pose with, which I also used for the Consolidated Club report photo on Sunday. Now, the one thing I do want to mention is that Zoe actually took part. And I must give credit where credit is due, as it was Abby's mum who coaxed her out of the car, much to everybody's excitement, to complete her cow. Now, also thanks to Path, who walked with her and provided me with some lovely photos to mark the occasion. Zoe's last 5K park run had been back in January when she walked Goolwa while on our holiday, and prior to that had been Wyndham Vale in February of 22. So as you can see, they are few and far between. But that's completely okay, as I don't force her to park run, and she does attend juniors quite regularly. I am also quite pleased to report that I surprised myself with my time again and while I am still away off my best times, it is nice to be regaining some form of fitness, no doubt attributed in part to my recent weight loss, otherwise known as the marriage breakup diet. Afterwards, we walked a short distance to the recommended cafe, the Green Galar, to enjoy our post-park run faff and much thanks to the lovely staff who made us feel very welcome. If you visit the area, please drop into the Green Galar their Facebook page states, did you know we are more than just a cafe? We are part of a group that provides hospitality training and a day program for local young adults with disability. We have a range of programs that teach life skills such as cooking, cleaning, gardening, mosaic making and car maintenance. And I will add that I was very happy with the variety of the menu and enjoyed a vegetable salad, which they happily heated up for me. All in all, a very enjoyable visit and start to the Mother's Day slash Eurovision final weekend. Well done and congratulations, Zoe. Yes, very proud mum. And I was unexpectedly proud. So, yes, was very taken. But I must say, Ollie, I did receive feedback after last week's episode. Mm. Georgina Devine said, FYI, Mel, that Talangata is pronounced Talangata, not Talangata. Although I'm late listening, you might have already visited there and found out. So thank you, Georgina. It was discussed at brunch when I received a message from Adrian Hilly uh, informing me the same, uh, and I appreciated the correction. Because if you don't know, you don't know. That's right. That's the beauty of our community is uh, we, we learn a lot. <laughs> we put it out there and that's how we learn. But I did get up to a bit of mischief while you were gone, Ollie. Oh, really? I'm not sure if you're up to date <laughs> <laughs> or across the swather wars. Look, I, I might have detected a... Uh... 
disruption or two, yes. What have I done? <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's been some discussion and people claiming that swagger isn't a real word. So I thought I would ask Rachel. So, hey, Rachel, how do words actually get their meaning? That's a great question, Mel. Neologisms can become popular through memetics, through mass media, the internet, and word of mouth, including academic discourse in many fields renowned for their use of distinctive jargon, and often become accepted parts of the language. Well, there you go, Ollie. There it is from the horse's mouth. That's right. That's right. It's hard to argue with Rachel. And, well, I I suppose that that sets a bit of a task, one that we've clearly already embarked upon. (laughs) (laughs) And, and look, I think let's keep it going. Uh, uh, I think the word made a lot of sense to me, despite the fact that it really, as a collective noun, bears no um, resemblance maybe to its uh, true definition, but I think it works. Well, who else could we ask? <laughs> well, glad you asked because uh, when I'm in need now and, and maybe when Rachel is, is a little preoccupied... I sometimes turn to another resource, you know, one that I was a little sceptical about at first, but ChatGPT has turned out to be quite useful. Uh, so I did ask ChatGPT and ask it for a bit of a proposal and what it responded to me with was a bit of a paper entitled Swather as a Collective Noun, a Proposal for Linguistic Innovation. And uh, look, Mel, I won't keep us, but there is a bit of an abstract, and it says, this paper aims to propose the adoption and recognition of Swather as a collective noun for a group of people or things, drawing inspiration from the inherent versatility and creativity of language. We argue that introducing new collective nouns can enrich linguistic expression and facilitate effective communication by examining the etymology, semantic implications, and usage patterns of swather, we present a compelling case for its inclusion in the lexicon. We explore the potential benefits of embracing linguistic innovation and advocate for the acceptance of swather (laughs) as a valuable addition to the English language. So, uh, look, that paper's available if anyone would like to review it. I'm not sure who has a maybe a tendency to explore words in such depth, but uh, if anyone's got that level of interest in the English language, then i um, happy to share. Oh, wow. We're building a really good case. It's a strong case. Perhaps, <laughs> um, <laughs> perhaps it's time to change the subject. I think um, so. I think so. <laughs> so in response to Rusty's coronation challenge last week, we also had some feedback from both the office lady and Heather Hunter, who both pointed out that as William is the Prince of Wales, that Prince of Wales, a.k.a. Powell Parkrun, would also be a good addition to that challenge. I don't even know why I didn't think of it. Yeah. Well, it's fairly fresh news. I can I can understand. But that's a good suggestion. Um, yeah, wholeheartedly agree. Hmm. And, um, well, I would say it's right up there with a coronation, would you say? A, a, a triple cowl? There was a bit of celebration, Mel. Prince Peel. Prince Peel. <laughs> <laughs> Out at Cyril Curtin Reserve, we want to congratulate Brendan on his 300th unique event out there. And uh, he draws a crowd the great man. There was also uh, other adventurers in attendance and 
Brendan was also completing his five times pirate challenge. I guess not um, not a surprise for a man who's done so many different events. And uh, and he also filled in uh, Wilson Index number sixty seven, taking his Windex to ninety seven. So he's got decent Windex there too, Ollie. That's absolutely right. And. Uh just because I did have some local friends there. Hi, Em and Brendan. I'm glad you made it. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> more, more about that later when we discuss fronds. Okay. But this um, next section is all for you, Ollie. For me? Yes. For me. The Eurovision recap. Oh, I thought maybe I might not be the only Eurovision lover on the pod this week. <laughs> oh, oh, guilty pleasure. <laughs> I am a convert to synth metal. Yes. And I'm secretly in love with Voyager. Oh, there's no secret about it, Mel. Uh, aren't they fantastic? <laughs> oh, my they're fantastic. gosh. They're absolutely amazing, and I've been listening to their song, and I want to go to their concert if anybody wants to get tickets and take me to their concert. <laughs> I've been seeing the updates. But they're all sold out. Yeah. Melbourne's all sold out. Oh, they will come back. They will come back. But, yes, it was my first year, my first introduction to Eurovision, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it, although I need to get better. I, I think this is a learned and acquired skill and next year I will definitely listen more to the songs prior to the semi-finals. Uh, but I think I did pretty well and you know being across all the acts, mm. I do love Poland's song Solo by Blanka. Yep. It's my new anthem and I'm also <laughs> quite impressed with her voguing. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, her voguing in her routine. Yeah, that's certainly one of the favourites of the girls here. But uh, I suppose, yeah, credit where credit's due. I was a very, very late to the party uh, listener for Eurovision songs this year. I think that shows my level of disorganisation where previously we've had a great lead in. But um, as I was saying, credit where credit's due to uh, – couple of people that I think were uh, very much on the pulse and uh, helped build the excitement. Uh, so thank you very much to those people. But Mel, I mean, you've, you've mentioned a few acts. Uh, are they your favourites? Yes, I would say so. Mm. The one that won, I wasn't a fan of. I'm not a Lorraine fan. Yeah, look, it's it's been interesting to, I mean, I was working today. I did have a lot of meetings, but wherever I could, you know, even just playing it in the background, uh, the different songs, even the ones that were unsuccessful in the semis, they've all grown on me. So, yeah, there are some that just do not leave the head. And, yeah, Lorraine's song has stuck for me well and oh, truly. There you go. Amongst many. <laughs> but I did see that you dressed up, as is your tradition, although I was slightly disappointed. Um, I don't recall the one that I thought you would have represented better. I think it was the guy with the man bun. <laughs> well, that's because in my family, my brother-in-law can actually sport a very impressive man bun and had uh, a bit of a, a poncho uh, that that did justice. Right. Did justice the look very well. So, uh, yes, yeah, he and his wife both, uh, both dressed up there. And I, I, I'm actually – struggling to remember which act that was. Um, it was a country, I think a country that I didn't um, even recognise. Oh, oh, Moldova. It yeah. was Moldova, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. of course. Loved them last year. But, yes, the family dress up. It was a bit of a late 
decision to still stick with Zali's request, but because it was somehow another birthday party for Zali, even though we'd had 17 and it was also <laughs> Mother's Day, um, but Zali insisted we all dress up. So, yeah, we, we did have – we had Moldova represented um, – Kathy and her sister both unwittingly dressed up as I really should have um, cross-checked this uh, Czechia oh, yeah, yeah. as two of the girls from the, from the Czechia act. Um, Ava, of course, you know, did her best to represent as many as possible, but there was a definite unicorn reference there and some, some teeth. Uh, just because you know <laughs> Finland, um, <laughs> my my eldest Hannah, uh, who's um, actually become buddies with Montaigne, would you believe it? After Montaigne represented Australian Eurovision, stuck to Montaigne. So yeah, okay. she she broke the uh, the years. Her partner James came as uh, one of the guys from the Eurovision movie who wanted Ya Ya Ding Dong, and um, Zali was half of the Austrian act. Taya and Selena, who the hell is Edgar? So, uh, ah, very good, very yeah. good. But uh, yeah, the, the parents in law, um, my Finnish stepmother did come with the fluoro green arms, as in the uh, the shoulder pads, and my father in law came as one of the backup dancers to the Croatian act. So, um, oh, they're not, they weren't the weird guys, yes, the very same. Oh, oh. Okay, <laughs> enough said. All right, um, just quickly, Ollie. Mm, we're out of time. Because we're ticking down to our time thing. But and when do you have this family party? Because it wouldn't have been um, 5 a.m. on Sunday morning. No, we got up to watch it at 5 a.m. and then the family came over at 11 and we watched it all again. Oh, on like SBS Demand or something? Well, it wasn't actually up, so we just played the YouTube clips. Oh, okay. Excellent. So, yeah. Highly recommend it, Mel. Highly recommend dressing up. I'm not sure my costume was really worth it, but uh, it was otherwise a lot of fun. Ollie, throw to the roving reports, please. (laughs) (laughs) As you said, it's time, and it's time to continue a bit of our catch-up for our roving reports. So we have a swather of roving reports for us to catch up on, so let's have a listen. Howdy, parkrunners. It's Toc from Inverloch. And I've travelled halfway across the world. I'm in Rome today and I've come to the stunning Caffarella Park Run. It's a beautiful park run. It's got a little bit damp here at the end of the park run, but we had sun for most of the park run. And I've got a couple of the locals here to have a quick chat to today and describe the course. Can you tell me what your name is? Hello, my name is Daniele. I come from Rome and uh, I'm a helper of our leader, Marcello. And Marcello has been the run director today. Uh, done a great job, done the... Uh, run brief. We had a run brief in two languages, which is the first time I've ever experienced listening to a run brief in one language and then having it in a second language. That was fantastic. Um, Give us a little bit of a description of the course out here. Uh, uh, Now I'm talking Italian, sorry. eh? I will will translate to my my leader. Uh, I'm asking to give a little description of the course, how it went, how it went, how course. Today's course, today's run. Today's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today or in general? Just in general, the course description, where we go and what we see on the course. There's some really in general, interesting la things. In general, the course, the course, the yeah. percorso, the park, the ambientation. Okay. Qui siamo, qui siamo all'interno di un parco eh, veramente grande, circa 4.000 ettari. We, we are uh, into a very big park, it's an archaeological park, it's very huge, it's around 4,000 uh, hectares, uh, 400,000 square meters. Yes. 
la nostra avventura è iniziata 5 anni fa. Our adventure began 5 years ago. Con pochi amici. With a, uh, only few people. Few people. Yeah. E, e quindi sono 5 anni che noi siamo qui. So uh, after 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 5 years we are still here. E grazie al gruppo di volontari che si è creato, tutte persone meravigliose. And thanks to, a, thanks to all our fantastic volunteers, <laughs> we, we can, every, every week we can, we can uh, organize this run. Perché non è facile stare qui tutti i sabato, la mattina, in presenza. Quindi con l'aiuto dei volontari riusciamo a lavorare molto meglio. It's not easy to uh, sacrifice, I mean, with, with a... Yeah. <laughs> with a rabbit ra- rabbit here uh, it's not easy uh, to, to, to spend all our Saturdays morning here but it's really fun it's really fun and uh, it pays out as a lot da molti anni il mio desiderio era quello di internazionalizzare il parco for many years he, uh, he tries to uh, make this park international yep. e questa la Parkerun è stata un'occasione ottima per poter realizzare questo progetto. And this park run is a, a, it was a very beautiful uh, occasion uh, project to uh, that, that realizes his dream. So he means to in, internationalize yeah. uh, the park. Perché io sono 25 anni che faccio il volontario all'interno del parco. He's a, uh, 20, 25 years uh, volunteers into the park but just for, the, for this, not, not for park run. Yeah e vorremmo che questo parco diventi sempre più bello e sempre più fruito da italiani e stranieri and we, we want to make this park famous for Italians and foreigners and uh, I hope, uh, we hope that uh, we are doing this in a good way ma alla fine, but at the end important is the voluntary yes. is the Cuore del... the, 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 the heart of all this is the volunteers. The volunteers. Yeah. <laughs> and the volunteers are and one of the things I love, like looking at the Caffarella Facebook page, is you always have videos and, and things and it's very welcoming, it's very nice. Ha yeah. detto che lui ha visto dei, dei video yeah. della, della, ah, sul sito yeah. della Caffarella yeah. e, e ha visto che l'atmosfera è molto Buona. bella, molto yes, bella. Ha visto i monumenti, ha visto le rovine romane. Caos. Into the in, into the room because uh, we we stay here and far one kilometer two kilometers from the Piazza Venezia. We we are almost in the center of Rome because uh, the, the 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 real center is maybe one one or two kilometers far from here. So okay. the, the Colosseum. Yep. Uh, if you go one kilometer, you have you see the Colosseum there. Yep. And here we are actually into the city per questo, per questo parco uh-huh. abbiamo combattuto da 40 anni from 40 years from 40 years we are fighting to make this park as you can see it now like yeah. this before it was full of uh, trash uh, you know what, what I mean uh, it was full yes. of uh, yeah. not, not, it was not nice but it's, now it's okay 
Now it's an amazing space, it's an amazing park run, and it's the first park run that I've ever had a, a warning about cows on the course. And that was fantastic at the start to see all the cows out on the course okay. and to run between the cows. È il primo park run a cui lui ne ha fatti tanti, come puoi vedere. E, e, e praticamente dice che è il primo park run dove è proprio sei in mezzo agli animali, in mezzo alle, alle, alle mucche. Uh, well, actually, no, this is strange proprio. also for us. Uh, it's not normal also for us. Not but, normal. But the cow, cow is not, not normal. So the this cow, is not an every week? Yes, the cow not normal. Maybe, it, maybe you, can, you can see the sheep. Yeah. You can see also the rabbits. And dogs, but not, not, not cows. I, uh, you, you've been lucky. Yeah. You've been lucky. <laughs> you, but you have kangaroos. Yes, kangaroos. And I've, I've done a park run with an emu on the course. So I found it pretty amazing too. And I looked at the, the crowd that was here. And there was people from Australia. There's people from South Africa, yeah. from the UK. I think we had some Dutch people here. Yeah. South, South Africans. No, he's from Australia. From Australia. Yeah. So... Very international crowd. Yeah, very. And you've brought them to your park to experience the really good things in your park, which is a really great thing to do. Well done. Yeah. 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 We stay to work for. But we, 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 we can be better than this. Yeah. We, we, are, we, are, we are running. We always learn. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Cheers. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks grazie for the park grazie, run. Grazie. Thanks to the volunteers. I've really enjoyed the day. Well done, guys. Thank Th you to you. Th thanks uh, for, for your presence here and for everything. G'day, parkrun adventurers. It is Lindell, and today I'm coming to you from the traditional lands of the Waka Waka West and Jinnabera peoples. I'm in Blackbutt at the Brisbane Var Valley Rail Trail, Blackbutt. Park run. I think I've got that right. Andrea, event director and today's run director, is that correct? It is, or just call it the BVRT Park Run. Yes, now the BVRT is a bit of a tourist attraction in this area. Is that your. We had a lot of tourists today at Park Run. Is that how it is every week here? I would say we're 50 50 minimum visitors to locals each week. Yeah, and that's because people come for the trail a lot of the times. There's an event here tomorrow, the R&R Rail Trail Duathlon event is on tomorrow, and I know there's a whole bunch of people here for that today. So people come to the area, just what for? Uh, well, we've got the low numbers, so we've got that that brings in visitors. People come for the bakery, they might be heading up to the Bunyan Mountains. So there's always something in the, in the area that draws the visitors out this way. You've used a key word there, bakery. More on that later. <laughs> Sweet 16 event number today. Yes, yeah, very, very exciting. 16 um, and going strong. Yeah. Excellent. Now, you said that it's small numbers and 50-50 locals and tourists. How are your volunteer community here? Um, sometimes we can struggle, as many do, but we have this amazing core volunteers that always step up and make sure it happens because they want it, want it to happen for the community. Yeah, that's great. So you're getting a bit of community support. It's a beautiful trail. Would you like to tell the listeners about your course here? 
So it's on the Brisbane Valley Rail Trail. We're up, you know, the, the northern end of it. It goes two and a half k's down towards the Linville direction and two and a half k's back. Gentle incline, um, you know, it's dirt track. You might be lucky to see a kangaroo along the way, etc. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's a very enjoyable trail. And now one of the other little um, traditions you've got here, there's been a couple of bells ringing this morning. Tell me about that. Yeah, no, that's our PB bell. So, you know, if you get a PB on the trail, we have this um, beautiful golden bell that you can ring to celebrate your achievement. Fantastic. Is there anything else, Andrea, that you would like to tell the listeners about your event here? It's worth visiting. If you haven't done it, come back. I promise you'll do it once and you'll be back for more. (laughs) If it's not for the run, it's for the bakery. Absolutely. And the company, awesome people out here that love to meet new people. Wonderful. Now, just a little bit more on you. What's your story with Parkrun? What's your history? Um, Well, I have two homes. I live out here and I live in Sanford as well. Um, I am very big on bringing things to the community and, you know, increasing physical activity in everyone. So myself and Tonya teamed up and got Parkrun happening out here. It's one of the best things we have done for the community. So I just love to provide physical activities for everyone, whether it's walking, running, you know, kids, the dogs, all ages. I just love to bring people together. That's wonderful. Um, I did notice when I came in that you had walkers before joggers and runners on your sign. Welcome walkers, welcome joggers. So clearly it is about bringing people together and just getting people involved, walking, running, whatever it is that you'd like to do at Parkrun, volunteering as well. Yeah, we, we are definitely here for everyone and we celebrate everyone. It's, yeah, come and, come and visit. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Andrea and Tonya, um, as well, with your co-event director, I presume that is. Thank you so much, Andrea, for everything that you've done for the community here in Blackbutt and for Parkrun in the South Burnett. Thank you, and thanks for coming to visit. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Christine. And Christine, where are you from? I'm actually from Bundaberg, but Bagara is my home Parkrun along the coast. Oh, and you've brought a very special friend with you today. Who's that? This is Myrtle the Turtle. Myrtle the Turtle represents our area because Monrepo is well known for all the turtles that come in the beaches. That's why we've got Myrtle the Turtle. And Myrtle the Turtle's going to do an Australian tour or something? Yeah, she goes everywhere. Anytime anyone from our home parkrun goes away, they take Myrtle with them and she gets her photo taken and she's been all around the country and she's even been to New Zealand. Ah, well, she's in good company. I hear there's a troll that likes to go on adventures, and now we've got a turtle, Myrtle, a turtle from Bundaberg. Fantastic. It's excellent, and everybody recognises her wherever we go. So where's Myrtle off to next week? Uh, Next week we're off down to... Thanks, Daddy. Albany. Albany, Mount Clarence. Ah, you'll love it down there. Lots of turtles in the freezing cold ocean. Oh, yes. We're going to be freezing yet again. Oh, okay. Well, have fun and uh, thanks for coming along today and hope to see you around. Thank you very much and uh, nice to meet you. You too. Good morning, adventurers. It's Alison here reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. And today I've come to Walford Wood Park Run, which is in the UK. And it's very muddy. But today is an awesome celebration, not just for the coronation of King Charles. It is a frame event for the guest I have with me here, Andy Airy. So welcome to the podcast, Andy. Hi, and welcome to Gloucestershire, I think. I think technically Walford Wood is Worcester, Warwickshire. 
Yeah, although they were saying on the way around it was Gloucestershire, and uh-huh. they've got some Gloucestershire old spot pigs there. Those pigs were pretty cool. They were pretty cool pigs. Yeah, so tell us about your frame, Andy. Well, today I wore a Dalmatian outfit, which I borrowed off a friend called Stu Wilkie, who's currently doing a 200-mile ultra back and forwards over the Seven Bridge, so he's not using it. Uh, it's a bit warm, and I believe I'm the 101st person, or joint 101st person, to do a frame, which is 250 different events and it's uh it's getting hard now to find some ones that are a bit closer that aren't um i haven't done well that's where you need to go on a very long adventure maybe to australia and uh, add some more events to the ones you've already done there yeah i think we've done eight in australia and um one in new zealand with a lovely queenstown with a chris seymour uh we went there to finish our fourth and fifth alphabets uh in december we did a few Y's and a few Q's and then next week I finish my sixth alphabet at Nonsuch in London and my wife Deb should be finishing her sixth alphabet probably at somewhere in London with an O we hope in about October that's pretty awesome um one thing we like to do on this podcast is pick a top three so do you have a top three of your 250 park runs oh I suppose um I love Tamar Lakes down in Devon it was a lovely one lapper around the lake on a sunny morning with a little cheeky incline that was fantastic um, there's one uh, Trentham Gardens which are beautiful manicured gardens up near um, Stoke area northwest of England and possibly possibly it was a really miserable horrible day I went down to help Kevin Jones celebrate his 500th run he's a bit of a tourist um, down at the Great Field, which is King Charles's model village at Poundbury. And it's a lovely, lovely three-lapper, fairly flat, but it was such a lovely location designed for Park Run. Awesome. Well, congratulations on your frame. Thanks. Um, we all let people back into the minibus to uh, to join you to take the drive home back of the is it Aries Airways to yeah I've, we've got a, about 250 people on a little our Facebook group called Aerie Airways that organise tourist trips helping people to get alphabets and other things so we've got uh, 25 here today next week there's 64 of us going to Nonsuch then we've got trips to Norway um, we've just come back from Finland we've done 10 trips to Poland and of this this side of the world it's quite easy to get more countries mm. and more different trips and quite cheap we can we flew to ireland last week for the park run world tourist meetup and it was um 40 quid return bargain so quite cheap on Ryanair. <laughs> yeah cool well i look forward to seeing more of your adventures yeah thanks a lot Thank you to this week's Swather of Roving Reports. We heard from Toc in Rome on his European vacation. And uh, the other ones were a couple of weeks old, Ollie, or from the previous week, Lyndall out there at Brisbane Valley Rail Trail. And Dashcam, we don't know where he was. He forgot to tell us. But uh, nevertheless, <laughs> we appreciate you bringing us the news from Myrtle the Turtle. 
And Alison obviously celebrating uh, Andy Airy's frame out there the other week at Wolford Wood, Ollie. Very nice work. And thank you to everyone for providing uh, all our roving reports. We've been playing catch up and we hope to be up to date very, very soon. But um, I have been enjoying listening to all of the parkrun events going on and um, going to continue that. We've got some mail too, Mel. You've got mail. We do. This one came to us through private message rather than email. Oh. But nevertheless, it is still mail. Now, this came from Sarah Jefferson. Now, back in episode 331, we brought you some stats from Hampton Oval's 100th event, which included five official wheelbarrow runs. At the time, we mused about what a wheelbarrow run was. And, well, Sarah from the West Side has come through with the goods, reaching out to Hampton Oval park runner James Broughton for this explanation. So he said, I was working and running ultramarathons in Perth and became a single parent of my two daughters that were one and five years old at the time. I had to quit my job, so I bought a sailboat, the Salty Jocks, and moved on board. I strapped my youngest in a car seat, that I bolted into the cockpit and I learned to sail. The three of us left Fremantle in April 2022 and have sailed around 1,800 nautical miles up and around the WA coast. We've sailed calm seas, huge storms, and spent cyclone season between Montes and Dampier. I desperately wanted to get back to training and knew a running pram wouldn't hold both kids for the kilometres I wanted to do. So I got hold of a wheelbarrow and started racking up kilometres. Pretty soon, everyone in town was looking at us, so I decided to raise $1,000 for the Royal Flying Doctor Service. That escalated and we ended up on Channel 7 Sunrise all over the news and raised $11,000 instead. I ran 500 kilometres in the month of October, pushing the girls in the wheelbarrow, timing my runs so I could make park run every week. I've now since pushed the girls nearly 1,000 kilometres in the same barrow and have towed it behind my boat all the way back to Exmouth and am currently still running most days. The plan is to keep sailing and start another fundraiser for conservation and see how far we can take it. I've also made a lot of videos I've put on YouTube that are doing really well, which are mostly sailing and some of the challenges we faced. And I'm actually about to post a longer form video of the whole 500 kilometres RFDS fundraiser in Dampier. And that was, of course, the Royal Flying Doctor service. But um, wow. That's uh, pretty amazing, Ollie. And if mm. you'd like to follow James's journey, you can find him on YouTube. Um, and he is at the Salty Jocks Adventure Company. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure if you just put that in the search engine, you'll find him. I had a little look myself. I do believe that they travelled up to view the uh, eclipse recently as well. Mm. Yes. So thank you. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for bringing us that update. That's right. And, of course, we are still running on a Dazz's light, but we do have some highlights from Dazz's, don't we, Mel? We do. So we heard from Cherie Cottle, Cottell, Cottell, who was at UWA, and she especially took a photo <laughs> of the koi pond for me. So thank you very much for that, Cherie. Good work. Now, a Viking appeared with Paul Whelan competing his 71st location at Karula Park with Two events left to complete the region of runners. Well done, a Viking indeed. <laughs> 
Now, Claire, can you say Claire's name for me, Ollie Claire? Um, Winnesick. That's it. I knew you could say it. Winnesick, yeah. Anyway, Claire missed her stopwatch bingo by two seconds at Winnard Woodland. Claire, I feel your pain. However, Callum Burrell completed his compass challenge at Henley Wood Park Run in Owestry in Shropshire. Well done, Callum. And... Get well soon to Anne Fry, who had emergency appendectomy, but still provided volunteer coordination behind the scenes to her local park run. Thank you for volunteering. (laughs) Thank you for volunteering, Anne. Yes. Get well soon. Wow. Um... Look, still, as we can see, plenty going on around the around the woods. Um, but, Mel, is it time we throw to Rachel for a bit more of a club corner? Yes, let's do that. This is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs, and I am coming to you from Arinda Country. Wilson Index. No, not related to the volleyball. People like to collect things, whether it's courses, letters, times, roles or events, and people like to group these things into clubs, hence this series called Club Corner, or they collect them into indexes. An index is an indicator or measure of something. The Wilson Index is the accumulation of event numbers based on the event week. So a launched event is a 1, and then their next event is a 2, this continues, so on and so forth. Ad infinitum. And a person's, Wilson Index, is their contiguous accumulated event numbers. To labor the example, if I turned up to a new event for the first 5 weeks, then had a week off, and then came back in week 7, my, Wilson Index, would be 5. Because I missed event number 6, the event numbers you collect do not need to be in order, so you can go back and fill in numbers later. I could go to any event having their fifth event and fill in my number five gap. There is a variation of this, called a floating Wilson index, where it's the longest streak of event numbers without a gap, but starting from any number, not just starting at one. So, if I just discovered Parkrun, hashtag not a cult, and my local event has been going for 200 events, and I attend event numbers 201 through 205, my Wilson index is zero, because I haven't been to an event number one. My floating Wilson index, however, is five, as I have been to five consecutively numbered events. There are all manner of spin-off challenges, achievements using event numbers, which are quite niche and, in some circles, quite popular. These specific number chasers need to be mindful of the impact that spikes in attendance may have on an event. And remember, in parkrun life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by parkrun, so stay tuned for our future club corners. And thanks to Rachel, who brought us all the information about the Wilson Index, a.k.a. Windex. Now, I happen to know I'm still on 10 because I need 11, 13, 14, 16, 18 just to get to 20. However, my floating Wilson is 30. So, yeah, not great in those stakes. But what about you, Ollie? Well, yeah, like you, uh, I don't compare too well with, with many of the others. Um Mel, it's 10. Oh, we're on the same. We are. We are. And uh, would you like to know my floating, Wilson? Yes, do tell. It's 30. Oh, are you kidding me? Nope. Serious. Oh, there you there go. There we are. However, yes, I... Um, Freaky. I need 11, 12, 15, 19, and then 20. Oh, 
So the moral of that story is we need to meet for event 11, Ollie. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, well, I don't really have a throw for that. But anyway, That's right. <laughs> let me tell you about the Adventurers Consolidated Club Report, Ollie, for Saturday yes. the 13th of May 2023. Of a total of 421 members, 325 took part on this date at 175 locations. There were 26 events in the UK, three in South Africa, USA and Italy had two, Ireland and the Netherlands had one. But locally, we had adventurers at 39 events in New South Wales, 35 <laughs> events in Queensland, 32 <laughs> events in Victoria. WA and South Australia had nine, Tasmania and the North Island had five, ACT had four, and the South Island had one. That was nice and clear, wasn't it? <laughs> And uh, what about the largest front now? Let's keep the fun going. <laughs> well, <laughs> there was a front of passionistas at Shell Harbour. There was 11 there. We won't name them. They're the same every week. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Shell Harbour passionistas. But there was eight out at Telangada Station, Ollie, with Andrew Reynolds, Andrew Johnson, me and Zoe, Renee Jackson, Irene Path Bomacanti, and Martine Barrett. And also, special mention to Cyril Curtin Reserve Park Run, aforementioned Frond gathering in honour of Brenda Peel, with Errol Poole, Brendan Peel, Adrian Hombug, Emma Brendan Scullery, Roberta Winters, and Matthew Billow Billington, who achieved his pirate challenge. Oh, congratulations, Billow, as well. What fun. Now, um, Let's gloss over that that little blue set of stats there and uh, <laughs> you know, shout out to the Vrons that we haven't called out because, of course, coming up this week is National Volunteer Week in Australia. And um, as many of you will have seen, I am sure, on the Parkrun Australia socials, Parkrun Australia is, per the theme, celebrating the change makers, you know, the people that really make it all possible. You know, the vital support of, of millions of volunteers across the country that provide to our communities and make a lot of uh, our events and our even our support services possible. And, um, yeah, in the parkrun world, that's, that's a lot of you. So thank you, everyone, for your contribution and um, thank you for being the change makers. Well said, Ollie. And um, it's not all about volunteering, but it, it certainly is a lot of fun. And it's uh, it's been nice to see a few new volleys discover that in the last week. It always gives me a buzz. But I do look forward to a bit of a run at some stage too, um, like I got to at the weekend. But Mel, there are a few runs on the horizon, also a few events that have popped up lately. So... What are some of those? Well, we had another launch in Victoria, Ollie, so I think that makes us outright second place now. <laughs> you can... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to escape that. Yeah. Yeah. So out my way, only half an hour from where I live, Dixon Field joined the Parkrun family, located in the, you would call it, country hamlet, <laughs> I would say, of Gisborne. Mm. Mm. 164 people attended the launch. I will bring you more information on the course when I visit in the coming weeks. But also there was a surprise out in South Australia. Now, Naruma Wetlands launched previously 
the event team that was in charge of Murray Bridge Park Run and on their website they had the following announcement. It's been six months, 21 days or 29 weeks or 203 days or 4,872 hours since our last event, but we are back holding Park Run events in the rural city of Murray Bridge. Mother Nature certainly showed up for our Mother's Day themed launch and graced us with some perfect weather. 56 people ran, walked, jogged our course and all achieved a PB. Daniel was the first to cross the line and holds the course record with a time of 18.49. He was closely followed in by Matthew. It was great to see so many familiar faces, lots of visitors and awesome to see the Taylor Bin Football Club lads out for a run on their bye week. So, Ollie, this obviously, Murray Bridge Park Run, since the terrible floods that we had earlier in the year, has been on pause but has got a new location now. My understanding is word on the street. They do hope to eventually return to their original course, but this is getting the local community back together for the time being, being even. Which is wonderful news. Congratulations and well done to the team behind that. Hmm. That's very exciting. Um, now, in other news, it's it's almost that time of year. It's, it's getting close to winter. It's getting close to the shortest day. And um, you seem to be hitting form at the right time, Mel. So, are you are you planning a bit of a, a bit of an appearance at the longest run this year? Well, I wasn't, but um, I might have to try to schedule some sort of involvement in Ollie. Certainly not up to running five k's at all the events as I used to. But uh, you know what? You don't actually have to do the whole five k's to enjoy the day. You could just turn up and walk a k out and a k back and just be part of the fun. In Victoria, on the 11th of June is the weekend that we're celebrating our longest runs, and this year we are having three. We've got our regular event out in Gippsland. We've got the western suburbs, but we've got a new one that's popped up northeast, and um, that's been put together by Billow. So jump onto the Longest Run Australia page if you want to find out more about those events. But what about north of Victoria or the rest of the country, Ollie, what have you found out? <laughs> north and west. Well, I'd say we've got indications. So uh, as you say, jump on to the Longest Run Australia for the latest indications and declarations of, well, of, of what will no doubt be a lot of fun, but up on the sunny coast where they do things a bit extra long up there, they, they often do eight Sunday the 18th is looking like being the date for the 8, maybe 7, on the sunny coast. In Adelaide, Sunday the 25th, so closer to the shortest day itself. Brisbane north side, Sunday the 18th. Um, Sydney as yet, unconfirmed. And Sydney south coast, an indication of Sunday the 25th. Okay. Well, that's a bit of a spread of mm. weekends, allowing for intrepid <laughs> tourists <laughs> to complete a swather. That's right, a swather of a swather. But um, I suppose a bit closer to our current uh, date, Mel, uh, do you have any plans for this parkrun day? Will, will you be heading to Dixon? Well, look. I, I, I'm not committed to it. Okay. I, I have been touting Dixon for mm. this weekend. There's a really good chance I could go elsewhere. Right. So, yeah, this week I'm afraid I'm not declaring my hand just yet. 
Okay. What about you, Mysterious. Uh, I'll be less mysterious. <laughs> I'm run directing at home. So I will be at Shell Harbour before I take two weeks of absence. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Looking forward to that. But, um, yeah, I've got a couple of weeks on the road after that. So, yeah. Will they be parkrun in inclusive weeks on the road? I certainly hope so. I certainly hope so. Close to home, well, yeah, I guess we've got more pods to talk about that, but, um, yeah, close to yeah. home one week okay. and um, close to someone else's home the other week. So, um, uh-huh. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Excellent. That's right. But, yeah, now all the celebrations are done, hopefully a bit of physical activity wouldn't go astray. Beautiful. Okay. Wow. It was lovely to catch up with you again. Nice to be back. Um, thank you very much, Mel, and, and um, completely amiss, remiss of me not to have asked and to have said, I hope you had a happy Mother's Day because, of course, time rec- recording, that was yesterday. Yes, it was. I did catch up with, well, three of my children. Um, three out of five ain't too bad. <laughs> yes. Olivia was uh, in the air flying home from Italy and I had caught up with Madeline the week previous. So, yeah, Sarah and Jake came out to visit me yesterday and, uh, yeah, just had a nice relaxing afternoon and I saw my own mum on Saturday. Lovely. Hmm. No, very glad to hear. Thank you. Um, but, Mel, uh, I suppose that's it. Thank you. And uh, thank you to Rachel for supporting my my case to amend the dictionary. And <laughs> as always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or the other socials or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That is it for another week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures. I haven't given up on Twitter yet. <laughs> I've found more adventurers. Now, who are you and where are you from? Uh, I'm Chloe, I'm from Perth. Okay. Very exciting. (laughs) Small world. Yep. I'm Melissa, Liss, and I'm from Goulburn. Ah, cool, okay. So, did you have to travel very far today? Oh, I travelled about 40 minutes, so yeah, it's not like it's next door's park run, but uh, we have been here before, yeah. Okay, and Liss, how have you you travelled? Um, about five hour, a five hour flight from Canberra airport. So she beats me. It's a long way. <laughs> That's true. How enjoying UWA park run? Is it your first time here? Uh, second for me and it is beautiful. I'm glad the weather has cleared up for our second lap. Um, <laughs> the rain on the first lap wasn't as fun. Um, but yeah, we've spotted some koi and we'll see the peacocks soon. So yeah, it's lovely. Excellent. It's beautiful. Yes, I like it a lot. 
Thanks. Excellent. <laughs> Looking forward to Palm. Ever been to one before? I've never been to one. Um, at least you haven't either. You no, said no. This is my first Palm. So yeah, it's, me too. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's great I'm seeing excited. everyone. Yeah, um, it's it's be great. Yeah, awesome being able to put faces to names as well. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've been meeting everyone and going. Who are you again? <laughs> we need name badges, yeah. <laughs> Luckily I brought the GoPro so I can just go back and go, oh, that's who you are. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, gang. Well, I'm going to catch you later at coffee. I'll see you. Yeah, see, see you then. You then. Bye. Bye. Bye.